Welcome everyone to the Good Bad Real Estate Podcast. I'm Joy Rivera with my wonderful co-host. Sasha Hernandez. Today we want to talk to you about something all agents are a part of, and that's a brokerage. Uh, some of you, if you're a consumer, you may not know that piece, but it is really important that not only where does the agent hold a license, but it's also just as important for those consumers out there who are looking to work with different brokerages because there's pros and cons. Yeah, for sure. And then if you're an agent, knowing the type of brokerage that you're going into can help you determine how profitable it's going to be for you. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been I've definitely been a part of a few brokerages in my time. I've been in real estate over 12 years now. And I've been in the mix of a couple of different ones. And there's a couple of different types of what, what, what's considered out in the industry, right? You have your, you have your boutique shops, you have your boutique shops, you have your big name brands, like your Century 21s, William Ravis. Um, Ooh, I haven't heard of that one. William Ravis? No. Keller Williams. I've Keller heard Williams. Yeah. 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 We have all those. You have, um. EXP, yeah. obviously, you have LPT. LPT, a new one out there. A new one that's out there with a welcome. I know. Welcome to the business. Yeah. And um, I mean, there's so many different ones, and you know, it's interesting to learn about all of them. I've been also a part of quite a few. I've done the boutique shops, and actually, EXP is one of the biggest ones I've been with. Mm. You know, and I, for me, I think that was the best experience so far. That's awesome. I actually went through, I had to kiss a few frogs before I, you know, met my prince. So, <laughs> so, so I, I actually started it off my career at a century 21 and that was really interesting jumping into a big, like big name company. And there's pros to that, right? Because there's a lot less marketing you have to do as an agent because yes. people know uh, they do. You know that name. That was for me. That was one of the very first real estate right. brokerages that I've heard of. Right. Like that's what introduced me to real estate. Right. Yeah. They've been around for a long time, and there's this you know brand loyalty that some people have that when they think real estate, they automatically think of Century Twenty One. And depending on what part of the country you're in, that will depend who you're kind of more brand loyal because they they would have been in your community a lot longer. Yeah. It just it happens to be that in my community we had a century 21 who had been there for two generations. And so the community kind of knew the brokerage. Um, it, it just became, you know, the place that the entire community would refer people to. And so I wanted to make sure I was a part of something like that so that it was a good start to my business. Yeah, for sure. Because that type of branding that comes with it, it just sells you, yeah. you know, all you have to say is, yeah, I work with century 21 or whatever brokerage you're with. And they're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I know that. And that's the one I want to go to. Yeah. And there's also like, I was also part of Berkshire Hathaway, you know, so little Tell Warren, me about that one. Warren Buffett's, you know, you know, one of his many ventures, um, but great, great, great brokerage. Um, I think it just so happened to be not a fit for me. Okay. I think that's a really important fact that I think agents need to know, right? That I walked into the business thinking that I was getting interviewed by them, um, and it was like a job. It was like a job interview, right? So you prepared for it. You did it. Not saying you don't have to do that now if you're going to go talk to a brokerage these days. But you also need to know that it has to be a fit for you as an agent. Because ultimately, yeah. as an agent, you're a 1099 employee or independent contractor. 
essentially you're interviewing them as well exactly because you need to know if the way they work is going to be something that you're comfortable with if their ethics go by your ethics or if it goes against the grain right you know and i mean i've worked in companies that went against my grain yeah and and just for those of you who don't know that if you have your real estate salesperson license which tends to be the you know the very first license you receive in real estate you are required if if i'm not mistaken every state requires this you are required to hold your license under a brokerage okay right. and that brokerage um as sasha mentioned earlier could be a small boutique shop as long as they have a brokerage license um it could be one of these larger companies like exp century 21 uh ravis um, keller williams you know you name it they're out there so there's, there's definitely a lot of options out there, but just so you all know, you do have to keep it. And that's why brokerages become a huge piece of it. But we often talk a lot with agents who reach out to us because they are asking us like, Hey, how do you like it at EXP? And I was one of those agents when I was with other brokerages where I would say, Hey, how is it going over there? Because it might not be going well for me where I was at. So yeah. You want to look in other pastures and that's okay. You know, you have to, like Joel said, kiss a few frogs before you find your prince or princess. And I mean, we, we've all done it. Rarely do you go into a brokerage and know this is exactly where I want to hang my license forever. (laughs) You know, you will change a couple of times and, you know, you'll learn along the way if becoming a broker is something that you want to do and all the things that that entails, Absolutely. you know, and, um, I I personally, you know, I like the boutique shops because they're generally smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone knows everyone and you kind of work together like a little family. And really quick, just just to mention to everyone that a boutique shop is what would you would consider like Mike's real estate, right? Like one of these not name brand places or if I were to open up a brokerage called uh, Joao Rivera real estate, and it was local in town, that would be what's considered a boutique shop. So for those of you who are thinking, what, what's a boutique shop? Yeah, It's just like you're purposes. very, yeah, it's one of, <laughs> it's a very small local um, kind of independently owned, just like even, you know, even the larger ones are independently owned. However, these are more, they're coming up with their motto on their own. They're kind you of creating their own the culture. Up. Yeah. Those are considered boutique shops. And a lot of buyers and sellers prefer to go to one of those because there's just a more intimate relationship. relationship. There isn't that kind of corporate feeling that, mm-hmm. you know, they're the corporate, you know, the flyers for the open houses aren't standard templates that, yes. that a you know national brand provided the agent, but this is a little bit more custom or something. Like that. Yeah. It's more custom. It's more, like you said, intimate. Um, they're very local and centralized, so they know everything there is to know about that little area that they're in. Mm-hmm. You know, th- those are the boutique shops. And like I said, I do love the family feel and stuff like that. But right. I did find that for me personally, I needed a little bit more than that. So like I. I needed a larger community that had more answers and. Right other experienced agents that have come from different areas that can give me answers to something maybe mobile homes mm. or maybe something 
further out towards like Christmas, Florida. I know nothing about Christmas, Florida, but it sounds great. It feels like a place I should live in. You know, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. That's like, a real city, by the way. That is a real <laughs> city here in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so things like that. I needed a broader group. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, when you walk into these brokerages and you get interviewed, um, I've noticed it's the same kind of interview process. Okay. With I, I'll I'll speak first for from the big name brands. And I'm not bashing big name brands. They they're just as great. We met as we mentioned, it has to be a fit for you. Yes. Right. You have to make sure it's a fit for you. But you know, it typically starts off with like, hey, what are your goals? What how much money do you want to make? Um, let's kind of reverse engineer this and see what you need to do to kind of get to those goals. And if they like your ambition, if they like your drive, then they, they'll typically tell you right there on the spot, hey, we would love to have you on the team. Whereas I've noticed that boutique shops are a bit more selective in who they pick. Yes. And that's, I think, more so because the brokerage is so centralized in that particular area. And typically those who are who are the brokers of those have a reputation in that area already. They've been around, they've been, they're well known. And, and they I think, need to uphold that. Yeah, they want they to have uphold to it. Fit their regime and the or their way, culture. Their culture. That's exactly the word I was looking for. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't work out. And right. that's okay. I think that's I think that's something yeah. that uh newer real estate agents or sales need to know that it's okay to talk to several before mm -hmm. you make that decision. You don't have to jump with the first one that right. comes to you and they're going to come to you. They're going to find you. Um, <laughs> trust me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So did, is there anything that you didn't like about a boutique shop? Yes. So like I said, there's pros and cons to both. Um, Pros and cons to the boutiques I was with. I got to say that my business is where it's at today because of the boutique shop that I became a part of. Okay. Um, it was very personal. I was, I got, it was very, I had a great relationship with my broker at the time. He, and even still do. So this day I still, we're still really good friends, but anything I needed in terms of support, he was as easy as a text message away. You know, it's, it's very different when you have a broker who's managing 200 agents and a brokerage that's handling 20, yeah. right? You're able to have that more personal connection. So I could text him with any questions and he wasn't overwhelmed with, you know, mm, 200 agents, him. right? Yeah. So you got to think about that sometimes too, because some brokerages, um, they're, they're, it's just, it's not that they're bad. It's just that their business model is on quantity. So their big goal is to get as many agents as they can into the office. So if they got 200 agents, and even if you're a terrible agent, as long as each person closes at least one deal, yeah. it makes a certain amount of money for that brokerage. And they're okay with that. Even if they don't close another one and then they leave, they're counting on that agent doing that one deal. And I've seen some boutique shops with the same model. So um, that's not just a big, rule. yeah, it's not <laughs> just a big chains either. The boutique shops also go with this model is just bring them all in. I, if I can kind of, if I can get at least one deal out of each one, then we make a pretty good amount of money off of this, um, out of this agent. Day. Yeah. So 
what I didn't like about them. Okay. So what I didn't like about them, I had one, I was a part of one and I won't say the name, but this, this brokerage was very small. I think we were a group of four or five. Oh, okay. Uh, We had rented space, which was totally fine. Right. I mean, ideally we had a really simple office, which is fine. However, take that into account because if you ever have to go into an office, you want to be proud of where you're going to bring your clients to. Um, this was very early on. So I wasn't thinking that far ahead. <laughs> it was not the, the best presented office, which I thought, mind. I thought I would never bring a client into the office. I actually found out I did that three times while I was there. Okay. And I was like, okay, every single time I would bring them in, I kind of felt a little embarrassed. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad because it was small stuff like cosmetic, like, how can we sell real estate and tell you, you know, we're going to offer you the best service, but you walk in and even the floor you're walking on carpets are ripped and all these different, like little things like that. It just wasn't a great, it wasn't welcoming. It was not welcoming at all. Um, it was not the best place to bring, um, buyers to kind of introduce yourself and show them your worth. So I actually started seeing them outside of the office. Okay. However, some, some people just, they want to know you're legitimate and they want to meet you at an, at your office. office. And that's totally fine too. But this particular um, office was so small. I obviously I'm unaware of all these things, but the broker was actually going through some money trouble. Mm -hmm. Obviously we don't know that as agents, we're just kind of doing our thing. And um, I closed a few deals and there were times where the money would come in and it would go just it, quickly. It, well, it would go, hands. but it wasn't into my hands. It was mm-hmm. kind of, Hey, can I give you your check in about two or three weeks? And that was because he was counting on another deal closing to be able to give me my money. Cause he used my funds to, to do something else. Right. And even though we have a contract, I was trying to be civil and kind of be understanding and kind of say like, I'm a team player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess what I'm just trying to say is that it could be small, but you want to make sure that you're in a strong brokerage, right? That is financially stable enough to, you know, make sure you get paid when you close a deal, um, make sure that there's resources for you so you can best serve your clients because there's so many pieces of the puzzle that you need to make sure that you're supporting your clients as best, right? And that yeah, could be sure. that could be a lot of things. You know, it all comes down to doing the research, you know, for both the consumer and the agent, you know, look into who you're going to be working with, not just the individual agent, you know, working with smaller boutiques. Like when I worked with the last brokerage I had was a boutique Mm -hmm. and I had I had very little resources as an agent. Mm -hmm. And so which many agents are in the same boat. Yeah, and then you end up spending so much money, you don't know where you're going. So you're spinning your wheels, you know, which I'm not bashing the brokerage. It was, he was just starting out yeah. as far as hiring agents to work for them. So that's a whole different thing, right? right. you know? So when you're starting out, you may want to go in with a more experienced um, group that has the resources for you because of the time, you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) You're learning, which, you know, the first couple years working in real estate, that's what you do. So having the right brokerage back you up, whether it's a boutique 
or a large scale company is vital. Um, like I said, not it, there was nothing wrong with him when it came down to going over contracts and stuff like that. I learned a lot because right. there he was able to sit down with me and go over certain things and explain to me what line by line meant, mm -hmm. which helps me out now. And now when I speak to other agents and I train other agents, I can go line by line on the contract and explain things to them. Right. So every every brokerage can bring you some type of knowledge. Now Joel knows that when he goes into an office, he wants it to be welcoming for his client to go to. That's oh, something yeah. you learned, yes. something you experienced, and you now know is vital, it's important to you. It means something. It's very important. Um, you got to remember that where you're hosting your license, where you're kind of hosting your entire business, right? Because again, you are running a business, yeah. but you are holding this under someone's roof mm -hmm. and it they a are a huge you. yeah it's a huge representation of who you are because if you go let's say with I, i'm just throwing this out there but if you go with a random brokerage in your own town and you look up their google reviews and, or any type of reviews and they just have terrible reviews you're going to be associate you're going to be guilty by association exactly right people are just going to assume no matter how ethical you can be they're going to say that person is running their business at ABC Realty and they have been known to scam people or whatever, and they're just going to associate with you. And that can ruin your business reputation even after you leave there because yeah. people will remember that you were at ABC were Realty. There. And essentially the brokerage becomes an extension of you, right? You know, so you have to make sure that you hang it someplace comfortable. Like I'm comfortable with EXP. A lot of people are learning more about EXP and the things that they bring to the table. Right. You know, as far as agent to agent, we're all about helping each other out, helping each other grow, you know, and getting every possible resource. I mean, My they goodness, find yeah. things out before it even like hits. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I'm like, oh, really? This is happening? Okay, we got this. Let's do this. And you go with it. And then our clientele, you know, because we're able to bring so many resources to them, mm -hmm. they're comfortable and they, they're open and they are transparent and essentially refer us out. I got to say that. And again, I'm not, I'm not propping this up because we're with EXP or anything like that. It's just the God honest truth that I've worked with, again, boutique shops, a couple of them, um, boutique shops, maybe three of them so far in my, in my time. Um, and two, and two major name brands. Right. And I gotta say that EXP for me worked for me because they gave me a more hybrid approach. I am the type that I like a family feel of a boutique shop. Right. While I also like the structure of the big name brands. I'd like to have that there's, procedures. I like to have that there's a process for yes, our order. listings. There's order, there's templates. I like that part of the business from the big name brands because I don't have to come up with that stuff. Yep. If you go into some brand new boutique shop, they're just coming up with those systems. They're just coming up with those templates, those kind of things. And reinventing the wheel. Reinventing all of that. Whereas like we get that piece of the business, but then we are a part of almost a, a group that 
gives us that family feel. So like every morning we have, we're on a eight 30 call in the morning call and it's a free coaching call. Like yeah. I, I paid $6,000 for coaching one year, like for, to meet with one person once a month. Like that's, that's what I paid. Right. Like that's what it cost me. I'm getting that now for free. I'm not at that place. Y'all. <laughs> I did at one point, I did at one point, but since I joined EXP, I didn't have to because every morning I can log into this phone call and there's a different topic each day and I can ask any of the questions. And I mean, this morning there were 85 um, people on, on our call. And I mean, the conversation was around scripting and it was fantastic, but I was just, I was thinking to myself how blessed I am to have this, that I did. I, it gave me an opportunity to ask a question in the chat. They put me on the spotlight on the, in the zoom call. I asked my question. I got an answer to it and I'm improving my business right away. Like right that, then and cost, there. Me, that cost me $6,000. And that's what I, I, I think some either agents around the country, they look at, well, the only thing they look at is, well, what's the percentage I'm getting? Yes. And that's, you know, that's another thing. There's brokerages that have the percentages that you pay them or a monthly fee, things like that. Mm -hmm. And you have to look at the value that you're getting back right. from what you pay. If you're paying them a 50-50, 70-30, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. and you're not getting any value back from it, then eh, that might not be the place for you. Right. You know, there's some brokerages that, like with the XP, he's got... But we both have the coaching calls. I mean, we get free coaching, and and then these people are available even anytime. after the coaching call. Like we we even text after. them just to ask questions throughout the day, yeah. and they're available to us. And that's something that you know, when you're an agent, to get answers quickly, it can make or break a deal. Oh yeah, you know, and it's highly, highly vital that you have that connection, that group of people who are willing to support you, sit down with you, look at what your goals are and say, all right, let's work backwards and see well, what it is you, that we need to do. You just touched on a topic that I need to talk about. And that's uh -oh. that I, when I was at some of my boutique and even the bigger name brands, it was like survival of the fittest, mm. right? Like everybody was, I, 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 they would keep their secrets. Like they I can't show them, them away. what I'm doing, <laughs> right? Because I don't want no one to take the business that I'm doing. The scarcity mindset that was just absolutely terrible. Not only for, for like just the team building because they were still part of a team, but it made it such a toxic environment that because it also competing. impacted their business. Exactly. Cause they were competing with everybody else instead of having an abundance mindset where I think at EXP, I joined it and that's what I was welcomed with from the very beginning was that everybody was like, how can I help you? I just talked to an agent in the same area that we service that you would consider a competitor mm -hmm. and they're sending me templates on things like, yeah. because there isn't that, like there's plenty of business to go around. There is, even though the amount of agents in Florida is. Oh my God. A dime a dozen. Yeah. We've talked about that before on here. Not all of them are actually working agents. Right. You know, so it's not as big as one would think mm -hmm. in sharing that information, sharing that knowledge. I mean, think about it. If an agent goes out and asks for help and we help them and they get to sell a property later on, they're going to come back and be like, hey, you helped me with X, Y, Z. Let me show you what's happening in this area. And then I can be like, oh, hey, I have something going on over there. Can you help me out? Right. And it's just reciprocity. And we just keep going back and forth and we grow mm -hmm. and we 
become stronger and more confident within ourselves. And at the end of the day, as a basic human being, that's what you want. You want to be part of a group. Mm -hmm. You want to be accepted for who you are and you want to grow. And to be with like-minded people is just phenomenal. It's, it's the ideal, it's the ideal way of doing things. I mean, I think it's the, it's the right way to do business. Um, and I've mentioned this numerous times on this podcast that new agents, even some experienced agents still haven't figured out Mm -hmm. that this is a business, right? You are starting a business. You are the CEO of your company. (laughs) Exactly. You're, this is a business, right? And even big entrepreneurs for big companies know how important partnerships are yes, and how important it is sometimes to even keep your competition close. Of course. Right. But others have put that abundance by, I mean, that, uh, that scarcity mindset where they don't want to help you or if they do, I'll never forget. I have one agent give me wrong information, wrong information. And when I brought it up to the broker, they said, who told you that? And I said, and I gave them, you know, I said, this person, and they said, that's absolutely wrong. And then you know what they told me? He's known to do that. He doesn't want you to succeed. Okay, but like, but there's I was so like, many we're, things that I was can like, go wrong. I was ethically. like, we're, yeah, I was like, we're in the same brokerage. Why would he do such a thing? Legally, no. like yeah. there's things like yeah. so many repercussions to doing yes. things like yes. that. No, it was almost like <laughs> he wanted to see me fail. And you know what happened to be that month? He wasn't closing anything. So there's this, there's just, you got to be careful you want to make sure that you are a good fit in a culture, mm-hmm. right? Because culture is huge. The The boutique shop I was a part of in Connecticut that I was with. And so I moved to Florida. Um, the, the, he, I'm really good friends with him still. I mean, he grew an amazing business. I mean, he's got over, over a hundred agents right now, nice. but it's because everyone talks and the agents are talking around town on how great his brokerage is because of the culture that he's built and how important it is that you surround yourself around those people. Very important. And like it's guy agents talk. Yeah. And just like they say all the good things, they also say all the bad things. They're like, well, right. don't go there. Oh. It's, it is what we do. We're humans. It's human nature to talk and figure out what's the next best thing for us personally. Well, wait, hold on. So I'm just going to put it out there because some of you might be thinking right now that, okay, they're part of BXP. Of course, you're going to talk, talk about all the good stuff. Okay, so I'm biased. This is my first <laughs> big um, company that I'm with. So yes, I will be biased and I will say that it's great. Now, I'm not saying that every moment is sunshine and roses. Well, let's talk about that. Why, like there's there are points of EXP that might not be a fit for some people, right? Like, yeah. And, and that's totally okay. We like to just provide you the information that we have on we're talking about brokerages today and what we have and why it's working for us. And if it works great for you, we would love to talk with you. But if, if it's not a fit or you have kind of this preconceived notion of what EXP is, because there is a lot of talk out there and, um, and I, I hear, I hear the good and I hear the bad of EXP when, when I talk to folks or even one of my good friends, when I say, Hey, I'm considering going to EXP. I heard his whole rant about why I shouldn't go to EXP. (laughs) <laughs> but what have you experienced that you might say, okay, you know, this is my, maybe not one thing I like about EXP. Hmm. And I know you're biased, so this might take a moment. Yeah, it uh, might take a moment, y'all. Um, hmm. 
I know. I'm sorry, guys. So like, <laughs> no, it was kind of it was a curveball. By the was... way, by the way, none of this, none of this podcast. If you haven't noticed by now, none of this is scripted. No, we we really do this on the fly. So I mean, this is this is a prime example of 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 our conversation here. Of throwing me. Like, well, while you're while you're thinking, I have one in mind. If you want oh, me to throw, I'll toss it well, out I'm there, be thinking for a minute. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. It it. It, it was it's been very difficult for me to find something that I don't like okay the one thing I will say I don't like um don't like but I respect how about that okay I don't like but I respect and I it's I hate having a monthly fee and I know that and I know that a lot of agents the first thing that they'll say is wait there's a monthly fee to be part of that brokerage but just hear me out it it is worth every penny on what we pay on a monthly fee. If you use so. the tools that are included, if you don't use the tools, you'll feel like it's being wasted. Now, I just don't like spending the money because I like to run a lean business, right? So, I mean, our, our fee is like, what, 80 bucks a month is what we pay? 85. 85. I paid yeah. it this morning, I know. <laughs> $85 a month, right? So you pay $85 a month. I mean, you're looking at like, what, like 900, nine something a year is yeah. what the fee is, right? Um, But I got to say the tools that they give us are phenomenal for that. I mean, that includes your email. That includes KV Core, which I mean, if you go to try yeah. to buy KV Core on your own as an agent, it's like a eight hundred dollar a month program. KV Core is a system where we can keep all of our contacts in one place. It's, it's like a CRM. CRM. Yeah, it's yeah. like a CRM with with actually it provides you a, a, an agent website where oh, your yeah. buyers can search for houses. You can keep track of like what kind of houses are they liking, that kind of thing. It's a very useful tool. It's a great marketing tool. You can use yeah. it to send out blast emails. I mean, you it, customize it has so it to many functions. yourself as well. I mean, the amount of resources that they give you for eighty five dollars is yeah. it would not be worth eighty five. It would be so much more. Oh yeah. Well, easily. I mean, again, like, AV Core is like eight hundred dollars a month on its own. We get Skyslope. Skyslope is pretty much where we manage our transactions, right? Where we upload all the stuff to kind of send it to EXP. And then we have like an admin in the background who's kind of reviewing all these documents, oh, yeah. making sure everything is in compliance, right? And, and that's part the, of it. Then depending on what group you join, you have your free coaching. You have your coaching. Yes. Our, have... That is not with, I just want to put it out there. That is not with every EXP. That's not an EXP thing. That is a team or group thing yeah, so it's centralized so right you, so you would have to find the right group for yourself so absolutely. even within the larger group um, brokerages right. you still need to find which umbrella you want to be under right. that fits your we're your part of an amazing group called gps, GPS. okay yes. and that group actually hosts those those morning uh coaching calls every single day throughout Monday through Friday. That's been super helpful, but it's one of those, just as an example, it's one of those things that you don't get unless you were kind of like under our umbrella kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, but no, in, in terms of EXP, we also have the marketing department, right? Mm -hmm. We have a marketing department that will review materials. It's a, like I mentioned, all the templates that they can possibly offer. Um, they actually have a social media. Let's not even get started on EXP world. So there's this <laughs> entire virtual world that you go in and it's like a video game, I swear. 
and the I Sims, took a, if you're yeah, old, like if, me. If you, it's <laughs> it's just like The Sims, only you're the Sim, yeah. and you walk around this actual virtual world. And I walked into an auditorium, mm-hmm. and I sat my little avatar down, and I watched an entire training. Like that's that that was my experience. Like it was the coolest thing. I. I go to the payroll office in this virtual world and I can talk to a live human being about like, hey, my cl- this was closed on this day. I have some questions about, you know, when I'm going to get the deposit, whatever the case may be. All of these EXP admin roles are available in this virtual world. Yes. And it's, it's so cool. You get to like, I've spoken with people in India. Yeah. Okay. In India. <laughs> and I mean, all over, it's an international thing and we all congregate there. And we all meet each other. And that's where they can say, hey, you're in Florida. Well, I have someone who wants to purchase property over there. And we're here in Africa. Yeah. And can I connect you? And then I say yes. And we don't have to meet in person. We can meet. I can meet the consumer in EXP world, sit down with them in a private room, mm-hmm. converse with them, find out what they're looking for. And I mean, can you get that anywhere else? Well, they <laughs> also in, in that EXP world, we have a library of I think it's like a hundred trainings per day are listed, right? Like there's a variety of, I mean, you can go into it. It's almost like an expo center. You walk yeah. in and there's training on expired listings, on Fizbos, on anything, everything you can think of. It there's a library for it there. If and it's in real estate. They have it. Find it. We have our own commercial department that if you want to go into commercial real estate, they have an entire almost training department. And so you can become like kind of EXP commercial certified. So you can yep. become that agent. Not only that, you become an agent who's able to get leads from them for that, because obviously there's not as many commercial agents as there are residential. So, I mean, there's so many different pieces to all these different worlds. But again, going back to what we what we found that might not what's something you don't like to wrap up my thought i pay that fee mm-hmm. i personally just like to run a lean business and it bothers me to pay that but i respect it because i see the tools and when i use the tools i'm kind of like okay this is why i'm paying this it's worth it and let me tell you i used to pay what was it i used to pay 30 dollars a month alone just for a crm Okay. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Again, running a lean business, I went with a more affordable option. I was at a $30 a month CRM, but some of these CRMs go for $100 a month. Now, the $30 CRM, what was it giving you? Were you able it to? Was, it was literally the same thing as my address book of my cell phone. <laughs> like it did nothing. It was very basic. It allowed me to keep some notes in there. That's oh, about so it. Was so able to keep an Excel spreadsheet. Pretty much. Pretty, spreadsheet. I, was, I was pretty much paying the third. Yes, exactly. I was pretty much paying that. However, it 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 just goes to show you that for a hundred dollars a month, some people are paying a hundred dollars for a CRM. Yeah, we're paying eighty, but it includes that and so, so again, um, I respect it. What about you? So for me, the only thing that threw me off a little bit was how overwhelming everything was in the very beginning. Once I mm-hmm. once I made the switch. Um, we have all the resources and we have that group and they they were there. Mm-hmm. They were there. And just seeing the amount of things that I had to go through. Yeah. <laughs> and it was more like a training to make sure that I was up to speed with everything happening in real estate. And I knew how to do a contract and things like that. And after a while, I was just like, hold on. We, I, I still don't know. I don't even know what Sky Slope is. Hold on. I don't know if I need it yet. 
And right. then that's where I had mentors come mm -hmm. in and they were like, all right, let's just say, let's go break it down piece by piece. Mm -hmm. You already know how to do X, Y, Z. We'll remove this from that. And then I was able to overcome a lot of things. But I remember that. Yeah. It's okay. So y'all, it's literally called hell week. <laughs> yeah, literally. Okay. But again, I think literally. that's I think that's a GPS thing. Like we that have, is GPS. We have uh what like is a is a like a one week boot camp of well, I think it's two weeks. Two week boot two camp. Week boot yep. Camp. On like getting you situated with not only EXP with all the resources. All and that's the resources. That, it's a good and bad thing, right? Because yeah. we have so many resources that you get overwhelmed. That you get overwhelmed because you're like, oh my God, I can do this. And oh my God, I can use this for that. And mm -hmm. you're just like, I want to learn it all. But it, it's it's overwhelming when you look at it over time. I mean, in, in the moment. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the only thing that for me, that threw me off a little bit. I mean, as of yet, any obstacles that I've come across, I can easily find a resource either in the EXP world or within our GPS group. Mm. and they're able to help me overcome things. And let me tell you, it's not just one person who will come at you and be like, I got an answer for you. I have a way to help you. You got like at least easily between five and 15 people <laughs> coming to you and be like, I got this, I got this, I got this, I got that. Or let me help you with this, or let's get together and let's do this, or let's break down this area. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. And I will say this though, that when I was... In, in the very first boutique shops that I worked in, it was before I became an agent. I worked on the back end of things. Mm -hmm. You know, getting all of those systems up to date and where they needed to be and how they were going to be efficient was a trial and error. Right, right. You know, and not to say that it was a bad thing because I learned a lot about systems at that point. It made me appreciate the systems that, are already in place. So oh, like absolutely. that headache and that heartache, because let me tell you, it's like blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that already being taken care of and broken down and refined mm -hmm. so that by the time we get it, it's just smooth sailing. Yeah. That for me is priceless. Mm -hmm. You know, and then within Sky Slope, it's almost like a transaction management and it, it pinpoints things, it lets you know if there's anything missing for compliance purposes and things like that. I mean, that's just, yeah, that's great. And to have like a person when you're in a boutique shop, it's a, a human being is sitting there going through every single line, right? <laughs> you know, right. making sure that you're in compliance. That's a lot of work. So I, I have a lot, a lot of respect for the boutique shops. I well. do too. Cause I mean, they do so much with so little, right. They it's try so to get, they get to Mad Men and they try to get them to do as much as they can. And um, again, I love I love my boutique shops. There's nothing wrong with them. But I got I got to say one more thing, one last thing about EXP was that I, if you are the type who has your license, but you're not doing that much business, right? Or you're 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 not really active. You're you kind of have it. You're on a part time basis. Um, you know what's one thing that's worked really well for me. Is that I or EXP has a fantastic referral network. Okay. Oh. Remember, we're we're a we're a global company. So we're all over the world in different in multiple countries. I have sent referrals Puerto Rico, Connecticut, 
California, Georgia, um, Louisiana. I've sent multiple referrals. Last year alone, okay, for, for those of you who don't know, a referral, you can submit it over to another agent. They'll take care of the deal and they pay you a referral fee, mm -hmm. okay? Be I, I don't know an agent in Nevada, like in Vegas. <laughs> I don't know an agent there, right? So when I have someone saying, sure? hey, I do, I, I do, I do know one. I just, it just hit me. I do know one, but if I needed someone, I can go into our EXP group. That's kind of nationwide and kind of say who, who, do, who's available in Reno, that's Nevada right. to help a client. This is what they're looking for. And then everyone chimes in and, and provides you like who, who's a good agent in that area. Last year alone, I made $20,000 just in referrals. Okay. This is $20,000. of me just taking people sending them off to another agent. They did the work. They paid me a fee. I made $20,000 without having to do the actual work, but taking the client and make, and it's not, see, I do referrals a little differently and some people like it and some don't. Some people yeah. like the referral and they're just like, leave me alone. I'll let you know when it closes. I'm not that type. Okay. I like to make sure that the, the person that it's I'm referring is of. being taken care of. So I will check in with that person that I referred and just check in and make sure the transaction is going okay, right? So I will do that. And while I'm build it, still staying in communication with them, they respect me because I'm checking in on them. So if something does go wrong, they come back to me and I can refer them to someone else. Yeah. that That's a big key. But most of the time, we have great agents in those areas. And I typically go with someone who is very well voted for on those those online yeah, that's what I like about those conversations yeah. because the person isn't saying, oh, I'm in this area. They're actually naming someone else who's right. in that area or who specializes in that community or yeah. that little slice of heaven where they want to be at. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's one of the things that always amazes me how many people get tagged. Yeah, when because you do that. we're supporting other agents. Yeah. Who are like Hey, I'm not, but I know this agent's this a really good person, a great, great agent in that area. Reach out to them. And there's times when I go in there and I see like six people referred <laughs> the same person and I automatically know, okay, they're the go-to if all these agents are referring them. Mm -hmm. So I reach out to them and I do that. But I guess the point of my story is that I like, if you're not, if you have your license, but you're not doing much and you want to be like, you want to host your license and make referrals. Like this is a great place yeah, because great network. we have an entire network of agents around the entire country or, or the world. Again, in Puerto Rico, I sent a few and I send them that way. And then I stay in communication with that client and they close on a deal and they, they send me a check for just making the referral. Like how beautiful is that? Like I didn't have that. Lovely. I didn't have that. I didn't have that network at my boutique shop, right? Because we're mm -hmm. only in that area. You're centralized, you're localized. Right. Which is why I say EXP is like a hybrid. Like we have that Central. family feel but we also have the infrastructure that's a on a massive company. scale, which really helps us build our business. And I think that's what's most important. Yeah. So at the end of the day, all you have to do is go out, interview a lot of different brokerages. And right. this is for both the agent and the consumer. Know your people, get to see if they're a right fit for you. Because as a consumer, you want to know that the agent who's working for you is doing the best that they can. For you and your situation and every situation is different Absolutely. so that's something that as a consumer you want to take a look at is there anything else you want to touch on no just make sure it's a good fit um 
it's not ideal for you to, you know, it's okay for you to go to another brokerage, but you don't want to be jumping brokerage to brokerage every year because you also want to start building a foundation in one spot. So, I mean, again, like I said, it might take a lot of, you know, kissing some frogs to meet your prince. <laughs> so you might have to explore a little bit. And I mean, we also have some re free resources on EXP. We can even let you into our free coaching call, like the coaching calls that we have in the morning. Yeah. Just hit us up. Yeah. Send us an email or message us, uh, uh, you know, through YouTube or wherever you're finding this video or listening to on our podcast. You can email us at podcast at goodbadrealestate.com. Um, email us and we'd love to invite you to one of those. Uh, just no strings attached. Don't feel we're not going to like hunt you down and make you, you join EXP, but we would love to show you kind of like what you could be accessing in the future if that's something you were looking to consider. So, yep. And then you can also text me uh, 407-534-3454. Again, 407-534-3454. If you want any more information or if you need help, just have a question. They can always help you out with that. Absolutely. Well, right. that was it for today. We thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to speaking with you again in two weeks when we release our next podcast. It's going to be really exciting the next one for sure. For sure. So <laughs> I'm Joel Rivero with Sasha Hernandez. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.